Well, good afternoon, y'all. It's good to see y'all today um, as we're on our home stretch as far as Nichols goes and school starting next Monday. Um, guys, today's a wonderful feast. I love talking about the saints. These are our brothers and sisters who've gone before us. They give us courage, right? Sister, uh, or saint, actually, Saint Teresa Benedicta of the Cross. Um, she was from Germany. Um, she was a woman who was a brilliant woman. She's actually a doctor of the church. She was, just had a magnificent philosophical mind. She was born in the late 1800s, and whenever she was a young girl, um, she was Jewish growing up, and whenever she got into the collegiate world, um, she actually became atheist. And so she went from Judaism to atheism. She got her doctorate in uh, philosophy, and uh, she was just, a, like I said, she was a brilliant woman. And um, one day she was, um, she was studying, and she came across a book on the life of St. Teresa of Avila, great Carmelite reformer. Strong woman, beautiful woman, physically very beautiful woman. Um, strong woman, reformed the Carmelite order, just an amazing soul. She got a hold of her writings, and she started reading her writings. And by the time she finished reading the life of St. Teresa of Avila, she put the book down and she said, that is truth. And she converted to Catholicism. So she went from Judaism to atheism to Catholicism. She ended up joining the Carmelite nuns um, in that area, and so did her sister. Her sister's name was Rose. They both became Carmelite nuns. And then the war happened, and Hitler began doing his thing. And they ended up getting um, arrested and sent to Auschwitz concentration camp, both her and her sister, and is there in 1942, on October the 9th, I mean on August the 9th, that, uh, that she gave her life in martyrdom as they put her to death in the, in the gas chambers. So Teresa Benedicta, when you read her writings, ladies, if there's anything you want to know about authentic feminism, read her writings. Absolutely, hands down, some of the best writings you'll ever read on Teresa of feminism and authentic femininity. Phenomenal stuff. Um, so anyway, so that's Teresa Benedict. She shows us what it means to have courage in the midst of war-torn Germany when you were being targeted simply because of an, uh, your ethnicity, because you were Jewish, um, and sent off to be slaughtered. She remained a great pillar amongst the community and encouraged the women that were being sent to the concentration camps to have faith in God. And so sometimes we've got to realize that like, faith in God doesn't remove ourselves from the cross. It's actually the opposite. Right? Jesus says, pick up your cross daily and follow me. Right? And so Teresa Benedicta of the cross knew the cross. She knew it well. And she ended up giving her life in, in perfect love for Jesus. Right? And so like in our own lives, <clears throat> we have to realize that whenever the time comes in our lives where the shadow of the cross is cast into our lives, we don't have to sit and grumble about it, complain about it. Let's unite it to Jesus, right? Let's offer that up to Jesus so that some good stuff can come out of it. That's what this first reading, I love, there's this quote. Um, it says, Circumcise your hearts. But you may no longer be stiff-necked, right? Circumcise your hearts. That stood out to me a lot whenever I was reading it. I'm like, that's a weird image. But when we think about it, what does it mean? Well, circumcision was, it was part of the covenant sign of the Jewish people. So when you had a male boy, a little boy that was born, you would take him to the temple after your eighth day of given birth, and the priest would circumcise the little boy. That circumcision was an outward sign of the covenant that God made with Abraham. 
So if you weren't circumcised, you weren't part of the family of God. You weren't part of the, of the chosen people of God. So, and that was an outward sign. So you could put a Gentile and a Jew side by side and tell who was part of the covenant simply by circumcision. Who was circumcised. So this is really kind of neat. So circumcise your heart. What does that mean? It means sometimes the outward body may say, I'm part of the chosen people. My body reveals the covenant. But my heart sometimes can act in a different way, right? So when we circumcise the heart, it means to come into conformity with God's will within our own hearts. That my body, my actions may also declare what it means to be a part of God's chosen people. Right? And so that's a really neat thing. So for Teresa Benedict of the Cross, you could say that she had a circumcised heart because her belief in God matched her actions. Right? The heart, the catechism says, is the place of encounter with God. And so if our heart is circumcised, it means that it is free and it has entered into this covenant with God and our actions will begin to show that. So in the midst of what she faced in Germany and the concentration camps, her heart never hardened. It never said, God, why are you doing this? Why are you allowing this? I've given my life to you, but look what you're doing to us. No, her heart remained circumcised. It remained free to be able to give herself as a complete, perfect gift of love to God. You know, And Auschwitz gave us many saints. She was one of them, and St. Maximilian Kolbe was also a great saint that was given to us through, uh, through the hands of such evil that was being done. So let us realize that whenever the cross is there, there's great graces in our lives. It depends on how we want to approach that, right? So let's ask God for the grace. A cross has been cast upon us once again in our country. Um, let us unite that to Christ on the cross so that there can be an end to all this. Amen?